Spiritual Grit, the podcast where we talk real talk about spirituality through the lens of activism and social justice. What happens when activism and spiritual practices collide? What sparks of change call for the grit we need to create meaningful strides in social justice? I'm your host, Leslie Ann Hobayan, poet, priestess, activist, professor, hip-hop dancer, and badass mama. Join me as we dive in to learn more about our deepest selves so that we can be better ancestors to create a stellar world for our descendants. Grab your dancing shoes and let's get groovy with the grit right now. Hello loves, welcome to another episode of Spiritual Grit. How are you on this beautiful day? I hope wherever you are, you're feeling better than I am. I am a little under the weather. Um, I hope you're feeling good. And if you're not, that's okay. Know that this too shall pass. The only thing constant is change. And so um, let us learn from this now moment and hold the space for who we are being, whatever feelings might be happening right now and to honor that and to say hey this is where I am and this is who I'm being and I embrace that and I love it I love myself yes all right my friends so happy new year it's been um it's been a few weeks uh took the holiday season off for um some rest and rejuvenation and then I was away for a two-week writing residency at the Virginia Center for the Creative Arts in Central Virginia and it was amazing Um, I met some really beautiful people there. Um, I got some progress on my new book. Um, Very excited about that. I was sad to leave because the momentum that I got on the book was really good that I was like, oh, I don't want to leave and go back to the regular life because I am close to finding that secret decoder ring or that lock that will click everything into place. But unfortunately, time keeps moving and this is how things go. So, you know, I'm, I, was, I came back and went right into regular life and then got sick. So I am recording this podcast episode a little under the weather, um, but I was like, I miss talking to y'all. So here I am um, recording an episode for you. Uh, today. And so I pulled a card from the Starseed Oracle deck, which is one of my faves, as you know. Um, And this is called All Paths Lead Home. And the little heading under it is Inner Authority, Intuition, Turn Your Gaze Within. So I'm really enjoying the art on this particular card. Um, We've got a labyrinth and there is a woman, figure of a woman, who appears to be walking the labyrinth, but knowing that no matter what path she takes, it'll take her to the place she needs to be at, which is home. Um, the idea of home is very mutable for someone like me who lives in the diaspora, and I've talked about that on the show in the past before, um, but I'm not going to unpack that today because being under weather, my throat is a little dry and I want to um, not activate a coughing fit, if you will. Um, So I'm going to be very efficient with my words today. 
So the guidebook says this, it's normal to look to the external world for answers and guidance. What's revolutionary is turning your gaze inward. You're being called to source your guidance from within, to study the terrain of your inner landscape, to develop a reliable relationship with your soul. The more time you spend connecting with your soul, the deeper the connection will become. The challenge for empaths is staying connected without cutting off from the world. The best way to do this is to develop a daily practice that helps you to keep checking in, to draw on the wisdom within and let that be the authority in your life. If this card appears, you may be called to develop or switch up your spiritual practice to get in the habit of tuning your gaze within, getting centered for the day before consuming anything from the outside world, to start from a feeling of at-homeness and throughout each day to find simple ways to keep coming home. This doesn't mean switching off from the realities of today's world. We need as many conscious people as possible living with their eyes wide open. Rather, it's a call to start your day from a place of connectedness, grace, and devotion. So when you go out into the world, and when you let the world in, you do it from an unshakable state of being, a state where you draw your strength, authority, and guidance from a place deep within. And so your soul, star seed soul inquiry is, how are you being called to turn your gaze within? <coughs> Excuse me. And so what's useful about this card is that it reminds us of what I've talked about many times in the past before is everything we need to know is within us. We just spend too much time looking outside of ourselves for answers. Um, and I'm just going to take a sip of my tea. Hold on a second. And um, a practice of being still and meditating for a few minutes in the morning before you really get your day going helps you to ground yourself within that innate knowledge, that knowing that you already have. And sometimes, you know, if you're just starting out with a meditation practice, you're like, well, I don't really learn anything or access any knowledge. Uh, what's up? It takes some practice because... If you don't have a meditation practice, you're not used to going within. And so your ego is putting up some defenses to say, oh, you know what? It's not important. We need to go and do X, Y, Z. We need to attend to our to-do list because that's more important than going inside. Because inside, yeah, you know, it'll always be there. You can go get back to it later. And more often than not, later never comes around. So it's really important to express or exercise, sorry, patience in engaging with meditation that will help you to connect within. So don't be discouraged if you're just starting a meditation practice, but set your set a timer for yourself in case you're feeling overwhelmed by your to-do list to say to yourself, okay, <clears throat> if I'm going to attack this to-do list of mine, which is a million miles long, don't I want to start off the day with a feeling of success, with a feeling of, I got this. And so in order to set that, we need to be still we need to talk to our inner voices, to talk to our hearts and say, all right, heart, soul, guide me on how to approach the day, on how to take care of some of the things on this gigantic to-do list. Um, <clears throat> and speaking of to-do lists, I'd like to challenge you with the start of this new year to develop a different relationship with the to-do list because the, the to-do list is a function of capitalist society demanding that we be productive in order to attach worth to our existence. 
So let's undo that. Let's throw that shit out <laughs> and build a new paradigm. Okay. Yeah, stuff has to get done, but it doesn't have to be a to-do list that is like 20 items too long. What I invite you to do to practice for this new year, you don't have to do for the whole year. You know, you could just be like, all right, new year, new me, you know, fresh start. Let's try a couple new things because the things that I've been doing have been kind of working, but not really. Otherwise I'd be where I want to be, right? That's how it works. So <clears throat> I challenge you to pick three things on your to-do list that are must, that must be completed by today. That's it. And you're only, you're only allowed to do those three things. That's it. And then after that, you're like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm done. If I get to a few of them, cool. But if not, no, I need to like live my life in this moment now. Because let me tell you something, you don't know when your last day is, you don't know when your last breath will be. And guess what, when you go to the next world to the next life, when you transition out of this life, when you croak, as Abraham Hicks likes to say, um, <clears throat> you're not taking that to do list with you, right? It doesn't matter if it gets done or not, you're dead. So let us be more intentional with how we are using our time here. Let us be more intentional in the things that we want to do to make our lives feel more full, more vibrant, like we're thriving. Pick three things that are must, you know, I have to pay the bills today because the due date is today or tomorrow, or whatever it is. Okay. Um, or I have to do grocery shopping. <clears throat> do I have to shave my legs today? No, maybe I could put that off till tomorrow. Well, it's winter. Maybe I don't have to do it at all. You know, like stuff like that. Oh, I have to call this person. Do you really? That's an interesting thing. When we have these things on our list about calling people, you know, I got to call this person for X, Y, Z. So take a pause, step back and say, all right, who is this person I have to talk to? Is it really necessary for me to talk to them? Am I talking to them because there's a business thing that we need to figure out? Like, for example, I have some people at my kids schools, I got to talk to you about some stuff. Yes, I have to talk to them. But for example, is there somebody who I am friends with, but no longer close with that I, for some reason or another, put on my to do list and said, call, you know, Sally Joe. But I don't really like Sally Joe. But it's on my to do list. Do I really want to call her? Do I want to spend my precious time, which is a finite resource? Do I want to spend my breath again, which is a finite resource, because we don't know when our, we're not we're not infinite, right? Do I want to do that and spend my breath and my time engaged with somebody who does not light me up? No, the answer is no. <coughs> so for this year, 2023, the year of the chariot, um, which is all about movement and experimenting and trying new things and really breaking up the paradigms that we've created for ourselves and building new ones. This is the year to do that. It's really just like tear it down and build some new stuff. And yeah, it'll be scary because it's a mystery and we don't know what we're doing, but you don't learn how to do anything until you take that step forward to try to do something new. Take a step forward into the mystery, into the darkness and trust that you're held that you got this. All right, I gotta take a sip of my tea again. <clears throat> <coughs> Hold on.
I got this little tickle right in the left corner of my throat. And it's not quite getting there. <coughs> Sorry about that, my friends. Bear with me. I know you love me if you're still listening. Um, so that is my challenge for you for this new year. Now, there's a couple things I do want to talk about that are not so uplifting. Um, more questions to ask. Uh, so on Saturday night, January 22nd, um, there was a mass shooting in Monterey Park, California, where 10 people were killed. <clears throat> Monterey Park is predominantly uh, an Asian American community. And uh, we now know that the shooter was a 72 year old Asian man. We still don't know the motive as of this recording. No motive has been discovered yet. But this is um, a tragedy that has happened on the Lunar New Year, a day of celebration of new beginnings. And so um, I know that myself, along with the AAPI community, are very much in grief and mourning and trying to really understand and make sense of the violence that's happening in our community. Um, there's so many questions, <clears throat> you know, as far as politics go, like how did this person get a hold of a gun so easily? Um, why are these seemingly random acts of violence happening? Um, there's lots of questions like that, but the questions I want to ask are because you know this show is about spirituality intersecting with activism and <clears throat> the question for me is what can i do in response as an individual what can i do as a spiritualist and as an activist now as an activist yes i can call all the political leaders, I can create movements, I can call people in the community and, you know, create a call to action for um, more spaces for AAPI folks, for us to come together to create a sense of community of safety, um, <clears throat> you know, all those things. But as a spiritualist, what, what is to be done and when I say done I don't mean it in that wounded masculine energy kind of way I mean it more in what practices can we engage with that feel expansive that feel loving that acknowledge the grief and the pain that we are experiencing collectively what about um, how we can support the people in our community. Um, oftentimes during moments like these, <clears throat> we feel helpless, um, you know, and we ask ourselves, what can one person do? And the question becomes frustrating because our expectation is that we as individuals need to do something on a large scale. We need to do something to change the world, to change everything at the same time all at once you know um 
But really what it comes down to is what can I do as an individual that will help support another individual? It really comes down to the minute. How can I be somebody who people come to when they are grieving? How can I hold space for them? How can I just let them know that I'm here for them? And I'm telling you now in this recording that if folks need space to grieve, to feel held, to feel cared for, that I'm here um, and that you can reach out to me anytime. (coughs) Sorry (coughs) for all the (laughs) throat clearing. Um, But yeah, it's in it. You don't know as an individual, you don't know the effect that you have on somebody. You just keep showing up as yourself, as who you are with an open heart, leading with the heart, leading with compassion and kindness. And people will see that. People will feel the effects of that. And they will appreciate that. And they may not tell you, you know. Um, I was talking with someone the other day I think it was, I think it was actually one of my coaches. (laughs) She, um, she was talking to us about showing up, right? Continually showing up fully present as yourself, wherever you are, you know, whether it's in, in social media, you know, promoting whatever your offer is in showing up in the spaces with your friends, when you're talking to your friends or family or wherever, whatever communities you're a part of. Um, and to know that everything you do has an effect on somebody whether they are aware of it or not and you know more often than not we've heard this before we've heard this as the butterfly effect and for those who are not familiar with the butterfly effect um, it's a scientific uh, phenomena that talks about the wings of a butterfly create vibrations in the air that ripple throughout the world that affect that have this chain reaction that affects everything whether visible or invisible you know like the 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 batting of the butterfly's wings now you know butterfly is so delicate you see them flitting about imagine the power of that small wave of air rippling through the world shaking loose pollen you know, for the bees, or <clears throat> who knows what else. I mean, I, I saw a, um, I think it was a video or documentary or something about the butterfly effect, and I totally forgot it all. <laughs> um, but the idea is that something so small can have a major impact where you are not even aware of it. So that butterfly has no idea the effect it's having on the world, literally. Um <clears throat> So you don't know. I, um, I've had people reach out to me about poems I'm, I've written like 20 years ago. They'll send me an email, you know, like 10, 15 years later after the poem was published and be like, oh my God, I read your poem in this anthology and it changed my life because suddenly I knew I wasn't the only one. And I was like, what? you know, and often I don't get that. You know, if that's one person saying that, imagine how many other people 
are affected by what I've written a long time ago. You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's the effect. And so when it comes to these moments of tragedy and of crisis, it's about taking care of ourselves first, right? To make sure that we are okay. And if we're not okay, to reach out to people and ask for support, to ask for help, to ask for someone just to give you a hug or to listen. Allow for your grief to flow through you. Allow for the hurt to be felt and then release it. That's part of being human. It's, it's experiencing the emotions, letting them through the body and then letting them roll right out. Don't let it get stuck there. Part of being human is the experience, but not the sitting in the experience. Because time keeps moving. The moments we experience keep moving. And so go with that flow. And once you get to that place where you feel okay, then you can offer that same support for others. Even if it's just like a neighbor or a friend you hadn't talked to in a while who you know is suffering from whatever, from this shooting, from any personal hurt. So yeah, that is one of the things I want to encourage you to do for 2023. Um, So what do we got here? We got only three things on your to-do list, right? Per day. (laughs) Hold space for others if you can, but to understand that your efforts at just being yourself, just showing up as yourself is enough. And to trust that that alone is helping so many people. If you want to do more than that, you're welcome to just think of it as a bonus. Think of it as like, Oh, I get to do this. How amazing, you know? So that's what I want to offer you for this first episode, fresh new episode of 2023. Um, I hope that you can find some care and some love within your communities within yourself and if you are in a place that that's not readily available reach out to me i am all about giving love and holding space compassion all those things to anyone for real so you can just hit shoot shoot me an email send me a dm on instagram instagram handle is at leslie ann hobayan or you can email me leslie ann at suryagian.com S-U-R-Y-A-G-I-A-N. That's my spiritual name. Um, and I got you. All right, my friends. Uh, I usually read a poem <clears throat> from my uh, book, that anthology, um, The World I Leave You. But I don't have it with me today. So I'm just going to end the episode like this. How crazy is that? Um, but I'm excited because we got some, we got some good episodes coming up, um, in the next few weeks. Uh, I got one guest. I haven't had a guest in a long time, so I got a guest coming up soon. It's going to be a surprise. Um, and I'm hoping to get more guests on the show just because it's fun to talk to people too. And y'all need a little variety besides just listening for me. (laughs) All right, friends. Happy new year. I hope you are well. I wish you lots of light and love and to 
give yourself a little kindness in embracing the shadows as well. And on that note, the divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Until next time, namaste.